And here we are. Welcome back to the Constitutionals. I'm your host, Chad White. This is the premier podcast for CPlusComedy.com, where there's a whole bunch of comedy stuffs. Let's pretend I didn't have to do this intro three different times. I didn't have to, but I wanted to, because this is the best one. Okay, so let's hop right into it. Uh, this week, last week, was the San Diego Comic Con. A whole bunch of things were announced, including there's a trailer for the Justice League. I think it was the second trailer that ever came out. Then we got some, you know, Marvel stuff. They got some uh, other comic book stuff. They got TV stuff. And it was just, it's just a wonderful time for everybody who enjoys comic books. No, mostly TV things. It used to be about comic books. Now it's just about, who knows? It's about stuff. It's about everything that's on television. Lifetime has a booth at Comic-Con for some reason. And then there's other than comics, books, there's movies and TVs and TV shows. I mean, I should probably be, be specific about these type of things. But, yeah, it's just annoying. It used to be about, you know, what's going to be printed next and the collected stuff. But whatever. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, and But you know what? A lot of good trailers came out. For some reason, I'm not a huge fan of Marvel stuff. But for some reason, they won't release the trailer for their Infinity Wars, even though they're about to see it. Thor Ragnarok looks amazing. Looks just like an 80s movie with all the lighting and music and stuff. And Justice League looks epic and excited for that. Uh, and then, you know, there's Star Trek Discovery had a trailer. Didn't watch it. Who cares? I love Star Trek, though. It's great. It's way better than the other one. That's about stars. Ready Player One. If you didn't, it had a trailer. Steel, Steven Spielberg's doing a movie. Now, if you didn't know, that book is by a guy named Ernest Klein, I believe his name. I'm reading his name right now. It is Ernest Klein. And I own the book. I own it in digital form, and I got it in a loot box when I had loot boxes. <laughs> I used to get loot boxes all the time, three months in a row. Loot box, loot box, loot box. That's exactly how many I got. But it's a book about... A kid, it's a dystopian future book about a kid who lives in a place called the Stacks, and to escape his world, he basically becomes, the, every everybody has an avatar online, and they go to school online, they go buy things online, they travel different planets online, but everything's done online, and then in the real world, you're just a kid. In the book, he was a sh- fat, pudgy kid that, you know, everybody would make fun of if he was in an 80s movie but now he's just some kind of handsome uh white kid skinny and who probably he could probably make his own way in that world if he really wanted to anyway i don't like the book that much the book was i had to stop reading it because it was just a book that i hate nostalgia to a to a point when you when you use it as a crutch when it's a thing when you're the person, when you're Disco Stew from The Simpsons, if you're Disco Stew, you're annoying. Nobody wants to talk to you. It's, I hate, genuinely hate things that just rely on nostalgia too much. And every other line in the book was, and the, this hair metal band was my favorite part of the, the TV show or movie Hawk or whatever, Lady Hawk or whatever. And uh, Van Halen and this thing that happened in the 80s and this thing and Gorbachev turned on that wall. It's just, it, it was just too much for me. So I, I, I do think it's a terrible book. I, I did not like it. I've never, not many times do I stop reading a book never plan on going back to it and wish I could offload the digital version and the physical version that I have. And everybody's just so happy about this. They, because they love living in nostalgia. That's why star Wars is so popular. It's the same story, every single movie, but people are just happy that it's still around, you know, but God forbid 
General Zod gets killed with a neck snap because that's too dark for DC. Anyway, let's go. Let's go back to the uh, topics at hand. We've got uh, the. I want to talk about this TV show Raven's Home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. Uh, Raven's Home, sequel television series to because everything's in the rage now, being rebooted. Sequel television series to uh, That's So Raven about a psychic teenager and now she's a psychic mom with two kids who are twins living with her best friend Chelsea who just got a divorce fresh from a divorce who also has a child this is a very dark show guys they both both I think both why uh, both women were divorced from their husbands I don't know I'm, I'm all for women empowerment they don't need to be divorced I don't know what's going on there they live in Chicago live in a small Chicago apartment together and uh, they raise their children and it's you can't paint a cutesy picture over this dark storyline. Anyway, it was an all right. It was it was just it reminded me just of the same the original series, the prequel prequel series, the original series. This is a sequel. It's not a prequel. It's not a prequel series. If the first show came out first, but I liked it. It was good enough. I'm not I'm not gonna watch it again. It reminded me when Girl Meets World started three years ago. Rip, rest in peace. That show should not have been canceled. When Girl Meets World was brought back, it painted a picture of existentialism of these kids. These kids who are way too smart for their own good, who are who are trying to find themselves, who almost every other line was, we need to we need to be me. We need to be me. We need to be who we are and blah, blah, blah. And then, I just can't I can't like you right now, Riley. I'm 12 and I got to I got to grow up. <laughs> you know? It's weird, 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 weird things like that. But I really enjoyed that show. But too bad I got canceled. So Raven's Home was kind of like that, except it's oddly enough when they when they started the episode, they uh, you hear a narration of Raven's voice saying it was shot uh, in front of an audience in front of a real crowds. So that's weird. And and then another weird thing is they, I, I assume yeah sure there might be applause signs there, but whatever. But these kids were clapping. For when Raven walked in the room, when Chelsea walked in the room, for too many things, for too many callbacks, for way too many things, they were just clapping. And I thought, you guys were too young for that show when it came out because it, it, it ran for four years. It ended when I was young still. I am a young boy, but it ended when I was a younger boy, younger baby boy. And I don't understand. You shouldn't have to clap. You, should, you shouldn't have to clap. You, you shouldn't be clapping for something you don't understand. I wouldn't if... All in the family, if I was alive when All in the Family was still running, and then uh, we went to the sequel series, Archer's, Archie's Place. I say Archer's Place. Archie's Place. I wouldn't be clapping when Archie came out um, to, the, to the thing. If I'm watching it now, I'm not going to be, <laughs> if it's on, if it's on the Hallmark channel, I'm not going to, oh my God, there's Archie. I'm going to start clapping right now. It's, I don't know, I find it strange. Anyway, I really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to watch it again. Uh, then we've got uh, last week. I want to I want to skip one of the topics really quick. Vice fired two percent of its 2,000 people workforce, and they're going to start increasing video production. Uh, they already have a crap ton of things they're doing. Let me let me name some things they're doing. They have a TV channel that took over for the second History Channel. They have a the the TV channel is called Vice. It's great. It's got all these documentaries and it's got a bunch of shows about weed, which I could really do without and could care less about that crap. Uh, so they've got that. And then they've got Waypoint, which is doing, it's their gaming section that just started maybe 
eight or nine months ago. And that is being turned into a TV show on Disney XD, which I'll talk about in a second. And then they've got the website. Then they've got all the stuff they do for Noisy or Broadly or just all these different sections of Vice. They're already creating videos and documentaries. And then they're also, on top of that, they're also creating new stuff for the TV network, of course. But they're also airing their old documentaries. They're also ramping up production on stuff on HBO. They're doing the new show on HBO. They're doing their, their regular documentary series on HBO. And it's just insane how much Vice has really exploded, taken off in the past three years. It's, it's amazing, all the work that they do. Uh, I really hand it to them. Could do it again. Like I said, could do without all the weed stuff. Cannot take you seriously. If, if CNN started talking about uh, robots all the time, would not take them seriously. Stop talking about weed so much, guys. Anyway, really enjoyed it. Their uh, vice is cool. I don't know why they had to fire 60 people of 2000, I guess, whatever. Anyway, but yeah, it's doing, they're doing really well, and I'm happy for them. And, uh, and also, what else I don't like about Vice is how they write in first person. Everything, it's finally you write in essay format. I don't care about that. But if you write in the first person and you say, I did this, and this is how it went, I can't, again, I can't take you seriously because that's not, to me, to me, that's not a real news way of writing. That's just saying that's you writing on your blog. They, they, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. They write like they're on their own blogs. I saw a human trafficking ring, and this is how it made me feel. I, that's that's not that's not news. That's not something that for me, for me again, for me personally, I, uh, I just don't want to see. I don't want to see that type of writing. Just state your thing and then write. Don't say. I felt bad about seeing this television on the side of the road or I ate 6,000 cookies and this is how I feel. That's Buzzfeed. Start treating your work like the, the work, how serious it is. So anyway, just one, that's just me. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of Disney XD, I was talking earlier. I just checked my watch and we're doing really, doing really well on time, guys. I am just booking it through this. I'm going to waste precious seconds just booking it through this. Uh, before we get to the main topic, but uh, Disney XD has a new thing called uh, DXP. All right, DXP is a new gaming block, and uh, it's got it's basically like Adult Swim for Cartoon Network. I don't know if I talked about this last week. Maybe I did. I don't listen to this crap. Neither do you. <laughs> anyway, and it's it lasts from nine to three nine p.m. to three a.m. and they have gaming related things. They have things from Polaris. They have thing. Uh, Polaris is a is kind of I don't know. And Polaris is a thing that just has a bunch of YouTubers that play video games. And then they've got things from IGN. They got things from the attack, which is a basically a sequel series to attack of the show. And that's on Twitch. And it's kind of like they're bringing G4 TV back and I enjoy it so much. Uh, but also speaking of Disney XD. Oh, also that's what news time is about this week. If you haven't watched it, watch it. It's pretty good. Cause I, I do an homage to the t- attack of the show. So there you go. And uh, speaking of Disney XD, Disney XD, Cartoon Network, I want to say this right now, have the worst release schedules for cartoons in the world. Last week, Adventure Time was on for five days, brand new episodes, but only one 11-minute episode per day, so five days. And and uh, also, the week before that, week prior to that, on Disney XD, Star vs. the Forces of Evil had a three-hour movie. A th- what? A two-hour movie. That was basically the s- third season. And it had 
I would say in those two hours of uh, uh, eight sixteen new episodes or something like that. I'm I'm mis I am miscounting. It had eight episodes. I just doubled it. It had eight episodes that were brand new, basically, but they were putting into a movie format, the two hour format, and they all they all were interconnected. Blah blah blah. So my issue is, stop. Just make seasons of these shows. And then put them out. Don't put them out. Don't make a batch and then put them out and then make another batch and then put them out. This is this is this is how you lose interest. Because I wouldn't have known about either of those had I not been setting up my recording schedule for the week for uh, the DVR. If I hadn't been saying, "Oh, let me check out what's on," just in case Cartoon Network has something on at seven o'clock when I'm still at work. You know, I and then of course they did. They had Adventure Time. No one knew about it. I didn't know about it. I would unless I frequent the Wikipedia pages, which I don't not anymore, <laughs> then it wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have known that there's going to be new shows. And I just don't, I don't like this. I don't like how they do that because, you know, you miss episodes of Steven universe. Cause I really like that show. Gravity falls. I missed a ton of episodes that way. So I had to watch them online. And I don't like watching things online. I like to sit in front of a television, eyes peeled two feet away in front of a nice big screen in the dark. So I can go blind. And, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, it's it's. I I know I'm an adult man who still watches cartoons, but it's, sometimes I just want to I just want to watch them and stay on top of my shows. You know, Adventure Time. I want to stay on top of Gravity Falls. Is over. I want to stay on top of uh, Steven Universe because I'm I'm way too invested in these shows. Clarence, you know. So anyway, just fix your release schedules, guys. Uh, moving on. I'm starting this week to review insecure at the time of this recording it is monday morning because i'm not going to be able to record it monday night during the bachelorette <laughs> i got something to do something very important and and uh, it's not very, <laughs> it's so stupid chad and i'm gonna have to i i was i watched insecure last night i'm gonna stay on top of that show for season two because it I, again last week i was thinking after my rant about how it didn't get enough ratings i should be the one to bring the ratings in and the only reason i can do that the only way i can do that is by reviewing the show. If I review the show, then people are going to look up Insecure Season 2, Episode 1, and say, oh, uh, that episode's called Hella Great. So they're going to say, oh, I'm going to, this is this is cool. I'm going to, let's see if they have a review for it. Because if the AV Club, the AV Club doesn't review as many shows as they used to, kind of like IGN doesn't review as many games as they used to because there's just no point. They're not worth clicking on every small indie title uh, versus you know, clicking uh, by uh, somebody wanting to read the review for Pretty Little Liars. You know, there's only 20 people that want to want don't want to read the review for, 20, for Pretty Little Liars, versus reading the review for Atlanta. And so that's why I'm doing Insecure because people just forgot about it. Versus another show that's market that's not marketed in the same way that's uh, written and uh, created by another black person that's on a cable channel that everybody has FX. So. I'd rather I'm going to review Insecure. It's a show about identity. It's a show about not fitting in. And guess what? It doesn't. Insecure doesn't have an identity on television. It doesn't fit in on with the rec, the other shows that are created by people of a similar caliber. So, yeah, I just want Issa Rae to get recognition. She better get a Golden Globe nomination. I swear on my life, she better get one. If she does, I'll be very happy. So, we'll be on be on the lookout for that. And the last thing I want to talk about. Guys, I interview a lot of young comedians, and that that's why I love doing the website. That's why I keep doing it. One of the main reasons I keep doing it is like I have a portfolio, 
interviewing young comedians all the time. Sometimes I interview big comedians. Sometimes I interview Jen Kirkman's. Sometimes I interview Brooke Van Poppelens. She's a host on a TV show called Hack My Life that is also co-hosted with Kevin Pereira, who also owns The Attack. Circular, guys. Full circle. Anyway, but then there's times when I interview somebody who who's only done stand-up, who, who has, who's only been on TV two times and it wasn't in a, there were extras. They weren't a starring faction, you know, some, and sometimes they are putting out an album. Sometimes they're promoting a web series. Sometimes they're putting out a comedy central half hour and it's great. I'm happy for them. I'm happy that their representations reached out to me. I'm happy that they said yes to an interview. I'm happy that I can, I'm able to do this, but if I'm talking to you comedians, young comedians, and if there's, I know how many subscribers there are, and there's not that many, and I'm pretty sure at least one of you is a young comedian. If I, it's so stupid. I hate my life. And if, if I, if we, if we set up a time to sit down, have a chat, you need to do a few things for me. A, be ready to pick up the phone, because if we set up for one o'clock, I'm calling at one o'clock. Uh, B, be interesting. Just be interesting. Be, but be also be yourself. Okay. Three, don't answer me with one word answers. Okay. If I go on this long diatribe where I say something along the lines of you, you've been on TV for a while and now you're heading to the festival circuit. What's it like doing Montreal versus uh, a festival in America? Don't go. Yeah. Yeah. Festivals are great. And then that be the answer. Don't waste my time. It makes me so angry when I, to, when I, when I carve out a time, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, we have a 10, 15 minute window. I carve out this time to talk to a comedian and, and they're sitting there answering me with one or two words. Uh, and, and the, and the questions generally aren't like that. But if I, if, if I just, if, if we're doing this, I need you to give me something to work with because this is not, it's, I don't, the way I pride myself on doing my interviews in the way that Pete Holmes does his on you made it weird, even though he has about 10 times the time that I have versus I have 10 minutes. He has a hundred minutes. Uh, if I'm doing or, or, or Chris Hardwick or, you know, just, it's just the conversational aspect of that stuff or Jimmy Pardo. It's the, just a whole bunch of people just that I emulate after. And if I'm sitting here, with my phone and this recorder next to my phone and I have a list of five or six. It's mostly five or six. I don't even have that many topics because I want it to be conversational. I want it to be haphazard. If I'm sitting here with all this stuff, be ready, be prepared. If I go on a long uh, 20 second long question that I'm asking you and I'm leading, I'm leading you. I'm generally holding your hand to this. To, the, to, to get to the answer that I want to hear the long answer of why you got in a comedy or why you made that joke, you know, or why, why you decided to, to, to shoot your web series in this way, or why you decided to write for that TV show. Give me something, give me something to work with. It's so easy. It's so easy. Cause I'm sitting here right now talking into a microphone with some headphones on and I can, and I'm looking at the time and I've been talking for 19 minutes and 28 seconds. That's all you have to do is just get out there and just have something to say. Don't. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. No, get in there, get ready and say, I'm going to give the best. Just don't treat like an interview. Say, I'm going to have the best conversation with my new best friend. 
that I'm ever going to have. It's the, it's that easy. It's the, it's so it's so simple, but it's so frustrating at the same time. Because it's difficult to, I understand it's hard. I understand we're, you're a comedian. That's why I say we're comedians. I'm nowhere near a comedian. But you're a comedian. You, you're able to go up on stage, make a fool of yourself, and then move on from that point. But when it comes to actually having a conversation, then it's a little bit difficult for most people. And so I'm just saying, give me something I can work with. Let's make it happen. Let's be fun. Let's just have a good time. We have 15 minutes. I'm going to, June. this is how it usually goes. Pick up the phone. I call. They go, hey. I go, hey. I go, is this, is this um, Mark Evan Jackson? I don't know why I said him. I don't, I would never interview him. He's too big for me. But is this Mark Evan Jackson? And plus, it's a guy that no one knows by name. They only know him by voice or face. Is this Mark Evan Jackson? And he goes, yes, Chad. This this is my Mark Evan Jackson, First Nation. Uh, yes, it's me. Mask uh, who's calling. Oh, this is Chad White with C Plus Comedy. How are you doing? That's the only time I'll ever ask how you doing in in life. I don't care about you otherwise. And they'll go, oh, I'm I'm well. And yourself? And I go, I'm well too. Uh, grammatically correct. Thank you, sir. Uh, so I'm here to just talk about this. Is, uh, we're here to talk about your your new uh, sketch series on IFC. Gr- uh, great, cool. And then, and then I'll just lead it into, I won't, I mean, I typically, if I feel that I get a cold reception in the beginning, I'm just going to ask a question right off the bat. But if, if I don't, then I'll have, you know, I'd say, Oh, what up to today? Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, so is that how you got into you? Did you really get into to voice acting and in, in Los Angeles? Like, no, I started in New York and it's, it's that simple. It's just that simple. It's just, it's, it's just a conversation between two friends who haven't met in person. They're, they're talking over the phone. And this is their first time talking over the phone. They never communicated. They, they're, they're, they're other friends, their managers, their agents. They talk to them first. They, they talk to them first. So anyway, that's all I'm saying. That's all I want. Just be, be nice, be personable. So that's all we got for this week's episode of the constitutionals. Hey, guess what guys, there's a website, go there, cpluscomedy.com for all the news, reviews, features, interviews, like I just talked about, and all the other good comedy bits that only I can provide you with. You can also follow us on Twitter, at C++ Comedy. Follow me on Twitter, at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook, tumble with us on Tumblr, and head to YouTube.com slash C++ Comedy to get a whole swath of videos. Guys, News Time 150 is coming up, okay? And the 10 of you that are subscribing to this podcast, I need you to go and watch News Time 148, 149, and 150. 148 is out to, at the time right now of this week that I'm recording this. So you can go ahead, check it out. It's a good series, good show. Love it. Check out the other series on comedy. It's a documentary series. I'll make new episodes, I promise. I already have two scripts. I just need four more, okay? Or at least one more, and then I'll make three. All right, great. Then we got some new shows coming for you later on next month, hopefully. We'll see what happens. Okay, bye.